spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Posted at Smirconish.com and in today's newsletter is an essay that appeared in the Wall Street Journal by my next guest, Marcos Kunalakis is a visiting fellow at the Hoover Institution, a former Moscow correspondent for NBC Radio, and author of Freedom Isn't Free, The Price of World Order. Marcos, welcome. Thanks for being here. Your piece made me think of my Uncle Al, who is long gone. He was from Macedonia, not from Russia. Uh, diners were always the object of, of his fascination. He worked in them as a short order cook and was always patronizing diners whenever he got out into the country. Uh, in fact, he worked at the diner on the New Jersey side of the Holland Tunnel for many, many years. But what made you made, made me think of him in the context of what you wrote is his bank here in the United States was always his mattress. It sounds like he would have fit right in in Russia. That's right. You know, Michael, it's so funny because when you think of your Uncle Al, I thought about uh, a driver that I used to have when I lived in Moscow, and his name was Pavel. And Pavel, uh, when I had to pay him to be my driver, he would insist that the payment was not in rubles but was in a little envelope with $100 bills. There is something that... Your Uncle Al and my driver, Pavel, hadn't come in, which is they trusted and they knew that holding $100 bills was a very safe and secure way of holding on to their uh, wealth and their savings. And so uh, you, we could talk about by piece, which is let's get rid of that $100 bill and hurt not your Uncle Al and Pavel, but well, actually, Pavel will be hurt. The folks in Russia who are supporting uh Vladimir Putin, while they're the oligarchs, there's also a very popular level of support for Putin and his war in Ukraine. And one of the ways of undermining some of that support, not the only way, but one of the ways is to get rid of that hundred dollar bill that your average Pavel is holding on to and and making it uh, and making it uh, hurt them at, at the popular level. You you blew me away with the statistic that you cited that said almost 80 percent of U.S. hundred dollar bills reside overseas. What explains that? And, and what's the source of that information? Yeah, I can tell you. So the it's it is it is astounding, you know, that actually more one hundred dollar bills are outside of the U.S. than in the U.S. A lot of those hundred dollar bills are used for nefarious purposes. And one of the citations that I use is a, is a piece that Larry Summers, the former Treasury Secretary, wrote, but also it's the number that the Treasury 
uh, has itself on its website. The reason is it's used by bad guys. Those, the majority of those $100 bills are drug traffickers, terrorists, and others who prefer a high-denomination bill because it's easy to transport, it's a reliable currency, and it's something that they can uh, move around and, and, and perform laundry activities and any number of other things. Uh, so that's the main reason. But the reason it's relevant in Russia is that people hold on to it as their savings. And it is the preferred denomination because it is easy to transport. When you've got to leave your city or if there's a crisis, you can just stuff it in your belt or in your pocket and, uh, and head out and know that there is some security that you can still rely on. So I buried the lead. Here is literally the lead. Quote, most Russians haven't been affected by Western sanctions, but there's one thing the U.S. Treasury can do to put real political pressure on Vladimir Putin, immediately stop circulating and honoring $100 bills in Russia. I have a naive question. How, how could our Treasury stop the circulation and or honoring of the bills? Aren't those bills used as currency on the black market? Uh, so they are. But if you go to Russia today, you, the, the difference today is that uh, the banks are currently sanctioned. So uh, what used to be possible is if the dollar, if the $100 bill, which we did in 1996, was changed or, or no longer honored, um, you could go to the bank, put it in a deposit or exchange it for 20s or new $100 bills. The difference today is that those banks are sanctioned by the West. So any circulation of those of those bills that are no longer being honored uh, makes it much more difficult for them to be translated into something that's valuable. So um, so it really is a function of of what is what's happening within the banks as a result of the Ukraine sanctions. Um, The black market is still going to exist. uh, But what will happen is there will be a diminution, a, a reduction in the value of those dollars, because every time you make an exchange on the black market, uh, there is a percentage, there's a VIG there that there's going to be taken out of whoever it is that is trying to change those. In fact, in 1996, when we changed from a $100 bill that was a little easier to counterfeit to this new one with a little stripe on it, uh, there, were, there were unscrupulous people who were actually taking 15% from your average Joe or Yvonne at the time uh, to exchange their dollars into dollars that were suddenly new and, and valuable. I was going to say maybe an alternative means of approaching this, and you suggested in your piece, is simply to phase out the current $100 bill. What would that look like? Yeah, and by the way, it's uh, something that's not new for us. Remember, we used to have $1,000 bills, $500 bills, and we phased them out. So this is, in fact, a a good idea. But but the phase-out would feel like an immediate discontinuation in Russia because of the banking system. But you're right. You know, 1996, we said, look, no longer are we going to, I'm sorry, in 2019, we no longer, uh, con- we stopped uh, honoring the $500 bill. Uh, we stopped printing the $500 bill. What would be important for this to have an effect and for there not to be sort of a change is for the Europeans to also stop printing and, uh, and distributing uh, the, the 500 euro note. In fact, they have stopped printing the 500 euro note. That was in 2019, but they still honor it. And so uh, getting rid of the $100 bill, getting rid of the 500 euro note at this point would make a huge difference for those in the countryside, the folks living in Novosibirsk or Perm, but it would also take a dig 
at some of this illegal, illegal trafficking and, and some of the illicit work that's being done with these high denomination notes. This is Marcos Kunalakis, visiting fellow at the Hoover Institution. He's written Freedom Isn't Free, The Price of World Order. So what would be the practical side? Let's let's say that the Biden administration through the Treasury follows your lead. What would actually happen among the Russian populace? Well, I can tell you what what will happen is what's already happening. I've been getting notes from Russia since uh, my piece came out, and there's already the beginning uh, rumblings of a little bit of panic because even the suggestion that the hundred dollar note is going to disappear or be discontinued as as my piece in the wall street journal suggests has uh, started chats on telegram and apparently there's some youtube videos going around saying look your hundreds may in fact become uh, worthless even that is creating enough of a popular uh, dis- dissatisfaction and potential panic within a certain number of people who hold their in many cases, their life savings in these $100 bills. If it were to become policy, you can imagine that that panic would be much greater. Let me me just say one thing, Michael. The way that we uh, look at our $6 a gallon gas out in California, we're not blaming, the average guy is is not blaming Vladimir Putin. They're looking to our own political leadership for inflationary pressures and problems. The same would be true for those who are in Russia. And the the criticism I'm getting is that you're going to be hurting the average guy and they're going to get mad at the United States and Joe Biden. I can guarantee you if the average uh, Ivan or Pavel is losing his money in uh, Russia and it's related to this Ukraine crisis, they're not going to blame Joe Biden or the United States. They're going to go after their own leadership who may be immune to popular sentiment, but who is not entirely immune to popular sentiment. Some of the comments from the Wall Street Journal were negative on your suggestion. Here's one. Earl said, this is a bad idea that has been kicking around for a long time. Now it is being resurrected as a way to fight Putin. Canceling the $100 bill would be a direct assault on the safety and security of the U.S. dollar, the world's reserve currency. If the world loses confidence in our currency, our economy, and our democracy, we'll take a big downgrade, and so will our way of life. You would say what? Well, I think it's an interesting uh, comment, you know, but it's not getting rid of the value of the dollar. It's getting rid of a note. And as I say, we've done this before, and and the dollar did not take a hit when we got rid of the thousand or the $500 note. It really just made it much tougher for the bad guys. So that's the first thing I'd say. And the second thing I'd say, and this is something that everybody is experiencing today, since COVID began, I am carrying a lot less cash in my pocket. That has not undermined the value or the trust that people put in the value of the United States or the backing of the dollar here or anywhere around the world. I'm doing a lot more touchless payment. And in fact, it may be a little tougher for some of the folks who rely less on banks and less on cash. And so there is maybe some effect on some of those folks who really do um, really like your Uncle Al, maybe who just relies on those hundred dollar bills. But for the most part, we can make the transition, we can phase it out, we can discontinue this and not affect most people. Marcos, here's one more. Malcolm says the abolition of cash is a control mechanism for a government. Even this somewhat liberal, meaning Malcolm, the author, can't agree with any further limitation of neutral cash. Yeah. So, you know, there's a there's a there's a strain in our country 
of those who, you know, have this sort of black helicopter fear about what happens when you get rid of the, the paper dollars. Um, you know, I can't really address that sort of conspiracy theory because there's always going to be people who are worried about that act, that aspect of government versus, you know, the average person. Okay, uh, sum up. Marcos Kunalakis sounds like a smart guy. After all, he's at Hoover. He wrote a book. What, what is it that he's saying in 30 seconds or so? What is it he thinks we ought to do? He should deploy, the president should deploy one more financial weapon in his arsenal by extinguishing the cash that kills. Let's get rid of the $100 bill. Now, are you saying both here and abroad or only abroad? I think we have to eventually get rid of it everywhere. Because you, it's a sweeping, it's a sweeping policy, but where it's going to have an immediate effect is in the place that doesn't have a banking system that is interconnected and integrated with the rest of the world, and that is Russia. So being able to like start phasing this out is going to affect the average Russian uh, popular person uh, in the countryside who can't get to a Western bank, can't get out of the country to exchange it for currency that's, that actually is still uh, viable, and it's going to create a little bit of trouble for Vladimir Putin. But, Marcos, when you say do it here as well, I think you're going to lose the audience because Uncle Al may have gotten paid under the table for being the short order cook, but he was not he was not nefarious. He was not a drug dealer. And now the people who even today have it in their mattress, they're going to have to come from Sub Rosa in order to uh, you know get something transferred and, and recirculated. Right. So we're allowed in the United States to bring our cash into the bank and to transfer less than 10 grand. Right. Pardon? Less than 10 grand. Aren't I going to set off bells and whistles? That's right. So, yes, if you've got more than 10 grand in your mattress and if this may be Uncle (laughs) Al's problem. um, He wishes. He wishes. Yeah. So, you know, that's my sense. Also, uh, Michael, is that it's not exactly your average Joe does not have more than. 10 grand in his mattress. Uh, And if he does, well, then maybe there is something we should be concerned about. Maybe it is some tax issues that he's trying to avoid. And, you know, I'm sorry, but if it's going to help uh, move the needle on Ukraine and actually put some pressure on Putin that is not non-kinetic, where we're not actually using bullets, but maybe we have a financial weapon, I'm willing to make that trade-off. And I hope your Uncle Al, who, if he were in Macedonia, should be worried about Russia's plans over time. True. So, Marcos, um, that know. was very well laid out. Thank you so much for it. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Marcos Kunalakis, ladies and gentlemen, what do you make of that? Is it time to get rid of the $100 bill, at least in Russia, for all the reasons that he just said? If you really want to put a hurt on the Russian people and hope that they will pressure Putin, this is how you do it. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4 
Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. John, you're in Utah. Your thought? Yeah, so I wanted to point out that there's a legitimate industry that would be hurt by this. Um, The marijuana industry can't use banking, and they definitely have more than $10,000 sitting in their mattress. But otherwise, I'm all for it. I mean, I can't tell you the last time I was able to even get somebody to break 100, and I carry cash it's, as a truck driver. Isn't so. that the truth? Is it? I mean, it, now, now you and I are uh, Louis C.K. complaining about a lack of internet in first <laughs> class, but it's true. You can't break a hundred dollar bill. You just can't. Everywhere yeah. you go, they've got one hanging in the window from some guy yeah, who yeah. ruined it for all of us. Right. The, the, the other thing, too, I mean, I don't want to beat a dead horse every time I call you, but, you know, this is yet again a limitation because of our war on drugs. If we end this war on drugs, we'd have more rights, more freedoms and the ability to adjust to these kinds of things. You know, we're going to hurt an industry if we get rid of that hundred dollar bill. The, uh, the, the subject came up to me because I had Michael Schellenberger on my program on CNN on Saturday. And I guess, TC, you fed me somebody who said legalize drugs. You're not going to get ahead of fentanyl. And what's going on? And I said, I think I said 10 or 20 years ago, I would have scoffed at a call like that, but not any longer. Not any longer. Tim, you're in Virginia. Quickly, what did you want to say about trying to make it difficult for the use of $100 American Treasury bills in Russia? Uh, Two quick things. One, I don't think that sanctions which hurt the general public are very useful. I think history shows that they don't really work, uh, and they do just cause misery without impacting leadership. Look at what happened with Saddam Hussein or um, some of these other countries that we've done that in the past. Uh, the second point I wanted to make was about the, the conspiracy theory about a cashless society, that if you look at the, what happened to the Canadian truckers, they had their bank accounts frozen after being taken into custody. They weren't even charged with anything. So the fact that that happens is what gets people concerned. So um, I think that's because, 
I think it's a good observation. Let me keep moving. I'm trying to get in as many as I can. Brian, Kentucky, greetings. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? All good. Good. It's just, it's a typical left-wing knee-jerk reaction, a short-term solution for a long-term issue that he wants to throw away around 200 years' worth of faith and confidence that the entire world has in our currency over a short-term reaction. It's, it's ridiculous. What do you really think, though? I mean, I don't want you to hold back. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a short-term reactionary idea, yet it's an idea. The ramifications well, are far wider than any good that it'll produce. Well, let me let me say this: it may be it may be a bad idea, but I can assure. Thank you, Brian. I can assure you, it's not a bad liberal idea because my guest is from the conservative think tank at Stanford. He's from Hoover. So I don't think he's bringing ideology to the table. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. Scott, you're in Maryland. What did you most want to say? It can't be done by by law. Biden can't just with a stroke of a pen denominate uh, a currency. There's laws that say that the the Federal Reserve must have these particular notes. They could stop printing it. They could stop circulating it. But there's but it's but it's but Scott. However, Scott, I trust you because you've obviously looked at this. But it's been done in the past. I mean, whatever the mechanism for us to take some bills out of circulation and put others in, it won't be the first time that we've done it. So you know, whatever the process is, we got to follow it. Congress is. Do you think Congress is going to 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 do this without cry from people? You just had a caller that says there's a legitimate reason for 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 having it. Well, I think the United that States if, has never denominated, has never uh, uh, taken away the, the legal tender status of any coin, any currency, except for one in its entire history. I think if we tried to make it difficult for Russians to be reliant on hundred dollar bills, there's not going to nobody at home is going to beef because that's all an effort that is seeking to bring pain on Vladimir Putin. 
The more difficult call is when you when you talk about my Uncle Al, when all of a sudden you're now saying that in the United, then you're going to have an absolute hue and cry from people who have stashed cash away and think it's none of the government's business. I distinguish between the two. Then you have the problem because you're not going to get Congress to do it. And that's Definitely what it will true. require Congress doing it. Yeah, if there's a way to if there's a way to limit it. Thank you for your phone call, by the way. If there's a way to limit it in Russia, uh, Russia only, I think that there wouldn't be blowback. Now he answered his he answered the question I was going to ask, which is the 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 key question: Who's going to get blamed for this if all of a sudden Russians can't use the currency that on the black market they most rely on? Are they going to blame Putin or are they going to blame the United States and Biden? I remember having concerns about what would happen in Ukraine if we didn't support them enough. If we supported them kind of halfway, would they end up hating Russia and blaming us for for not going full bore? I think I think we've now I've I have 40 billion reasons to think that that should no longer be of consideration or concern consideration to the Ukrainians or or concern to those of us here in the United States. Because I I think we've gone above and beyond. Oh, that was really interesting. I thought that was a fascinating subject. And at least for me, you know, so unique and such a, a uh, an issue of first impression, one that that I hadn't thought about previously. The Smirconish podcast for independent minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and at Smirconish.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.